стадиум Джункис. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Let's Just Talk About. I'm your host Tony Lopez, and alongside me, I got Jeff Burtis. Jeff, I know you're feeling good after last night's win. Uh, you are. You already saw my uh, reaction. You already know what I had to say. There's my little. If you folks, ha- and if you folks haven't seen it, go to the Stadium Junkies Media YouTube channel and watch the post game reaction. We will send. We will send a link in the description. But in the meantime, we are here talking about everything going on with the NFL. We're going to do a little NBA talk at the end of this because it still is early in the season. We haven't done a preview at all, but understand that I'm a I'm more of a basketball fan than a football fan. But damn it, I'm from Texas. I can talk football all day. You can talk football all day, even though you don't really want to. Because you have, you are like that type of fan who just like don't give me hope. Just watches yeah, the game. Because yeah, I don't need it. I don't need it. I don't need the hope. I don't want it. Uh-uh. Yes, yes, you do. You need some um, hope. But at the same time, uh, the way the season's been going, um, it's looking good <clears throat> for a lot of a lot of reasons. But I want to go over these games that happened this week, week six. So we're already. Probably one of the. Let's be honest, Tony. This is one of the week. This is one of the weakest weeks in terms of good matchups. I. Yeah, but this is this is also by Mageddon. So like six teams were on by this week. Six teams. Actually, this is week seven. I apologize. Yeah, week seven. We've already gone through a a, a third of the season. Hmm. People, we've already gone seven weeks through the NFL season. Ain't that we're, wow? Where does the time go? And we're getting ready for the spookiest weekend of the year because we're actually going to have a this full is... slate of games on Halloween. Guess what? If you're a Cowboys game, a Cowboys fan on Halloween, shit, you might not be trick or treating. Mm-hmm. You're just not. It, it, it's one of those things. Now they're playing Sunday night. That but, Sunday night game is usually reserved for New Orleans, but I ain't talking about that right now. But at the same time, we are. I'm, I'm gonna start with the Thursday night <laughs> game. Um, the Denver Broncos in Cleveland facing the Browns. And actually, I didn't know this stat before the game. I, I found out afterwards. The Cleveland Browns had not beaten the Denver Broncos since at home since 1989 hmm. wow. I was like why Why is first of all why is that a stat why Second, is that what the hell Cleveland Cleveland has always been sucking so this is the one time that they're actually decent where they could actually compete so hey I mean and also Denver is Denver is a bunch of sus team they were a sus undefeated team at 3-0, and now look at them. They've been exposed as what they are. They are who we thought they were. Absolute frauds. I mean, this game was sloppy. This game was... Oh, yeah. Absolutely. It was bad. It was bad. There was some great shining points, like uh, Dearness Johnson and his 146 yards on the ground because uh, Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt were out in this game. 
So oh, if you're a fantasy guy, this game was not for you at not all. E- not even close. Here's the thing, though. This was a game where I thought that Den- if Denver was to win one game with all the injuries on Cleveland, this was it. But this literally, what way to step up and take, be a good, decent backup quarterback, Case Keenum. Play, he literally was Baker, Baker half, Baker light. You know about Case Keenum all too well. You know about Keenum all too well. Oh, Tony, we ain't talking about that right now. <laughs> um, we're talking about the game right now. We literally, Case Keenum is bum ass, decent, average, bum ass quarterback who can just get see, the game. See, there's the hate. I don't think he's that. I don't think he's bad. I think he's probably one of the better backup quarterbacks anybody could have in the NFL. And to be That's, honest with you, he's a just he's a decent he, backup, but not a bum ass starter. I mean, and to be honest with you, we're talking about a Baker Mayfield backup quarterback. Big, yeah, big, like the you look at the stats, sixty percent completion percentage. That's about Baker's average, and then the yardage mm-hmm. is about Baker's average. So, yep. hey, just don't let don't be a liability. Just that's all you ask for, Case Keenum, and he's got the experience to do so. But man. Cleveland, if they can just survive this little injury bug they have, if they how long like how long until they get healthy and how long until they have their bye week? Um, I don't know when their bye is. Um, but let me let me go over some stats real quick on this. Um this game, yeah. Defensively Cleveland was uh holding steady. They only allowed two hundred and twenty three yards. Of total offense, um, and yeah, time of possession was a very big key in this game as well. Like, time, when you're running I mean, the ball like that, and you know you're going to slow the game down, you know you're going to win the game. Just period. Oh yeah, absolutely. That's uh, that's good. That is good. Excellent. Keep away, um, freaking. Yeah, exactly. But let's start with the Sunday night, Sunday afternoon games, the noon games, and we're going to talk about the 1950s inspired throwback uniforms of the Green Bay Packers playing the Washington football team. Oh my God, I hated these uniforms. They I know like you did. J- they they look like a JV football team. <laughs> Man, they did. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. They looked like a JV football team. Wow. Oh. <laughs> such hate it's not good it's not good the jerseys are trash oh yeah the jerseys are the jerseys are absolute trash i mean the throwback uniforms they're nice but when they have bad coloring like the green bay packers did that was no just no tony tony go go ahead you're the jersey you're the you love the aesthetics of jerseys sometimes. A little bit too I much. Do. I do, but like it's just because like I colors and like just fashion sense is always like a it's a it's a key thing for me. If you look good, you feel good, you feel good, you play good. <laughs> and I was like wait, if you look good, you feel good, if you feel good, you, you feel play good, good, you play good. Exactly. That's what I was always taught playing football always that's talking a very, that's a very good quote right there 
and the fact that they don't they played good but they don't look good <laughs> but they felt good yeah they, that's true also it's weird that the fact that the Green Bay Packers did not win the time of possession of this game but it was just based on hey the the Washington football team is relying more on the run game than Green Bay is Aaron Rodgers is willing to take shots downfield there was one play in this whole thing it was early in the game I want to say first or second quarter Aaron Rodgers is rolling to his right throws it across his body and I mean across his body like and he's falling down falling down throwing this across his body back to Devontae Adams and he catches it and takes it to the house I'm like um excuse me <laughs> excuse me unethical this, this unethical ridiculous that was on a, it was so unethical I know what you're talking about yeah uh, and okay Haneke man he was getting beat up this game help he's like help police Help! Help what, what, what's he gonna do? What was he gonna do? He, no, there was the, so many times one. that he had to run for his life. He had ten carries for ninety-five yards. He was the leading rusher for the Washington Football Team. Yeah, and also there's literally a put your head down. What the hell were you thinking? Type of play with Taylor Heineke. Yeah. You know what? You know what play I'm talking yeah, I about. Know what, I know what you're talking about. He just did not have a good day and it's not his fault when you're when you're that nervous going to Green Bay playing against a team that you grew up a fan of I can't blame him he was a Brett Favre guy and I was like ooh oh he's one of them mm-hmm. and I'm like and, I don't like Brett Favre guys and to answer your question that play was in the first quarter with 722 left the one that where it was first quarter oh, yeah, falls down. Devontae Adams, 722 left, touchdown. The very first touchdown of the game on a fourth and three play. Knew it. Call uh, it. Th- that is so un- that is so unethical <laughs> that he made um, that play. But Devontae Adams, right now, he's the best receiver. It's not even close, right? He's been the best receiver for like the last two, three seasons. I'm it's not, a shame. I'm not it's man, I'm so looking forward to Thursday night football where they play against the Cardinals. It's a shame though that Aaron Rodgers will not have Devontae Adams. He tested positive for the COVID. So yeah. Uh without Devontae Adams, that receiving core is hot garbage. I can make I can make the comparison. That's like Michael Tom the Devontae Adams is their Michael Thomas. Mm-hmm. There's there if he clears tests by Thursday, there's a possibility that he could play, but I highly doubt that he does. Um, what he would but, need like two negative tests back back to back. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, I believe. Um, also, now we're gonna go move on from the Packers, and mm. uh, we're gonna talk about the downfall of the Chiefs dynasty. Oh, they're not a dynasty. Oh, yeah, that's right. They kind of. Are, but no, they, they went won to, one Super Bowl. One. They went back to back. They, they went back to back, but they won one. They've been always so, been, they've been competitive for the last three years. Because mm-hmm. then they make it to the the AFC Championship game before they made it to the Super Bowl. 
where yeah. I think it, yeah. But um, uh, but let, let's talk real quick about what actually is going on with Mahomes. Why does he look like Mahomes from Texas Tech running for his life? Oh, why does he look like James Winston of old? No, no, genuinely, go back and watch the film of him at Texas Tech. It looks very similar to what he's looking like right now. And it's not his fault. There's just something off. It's not Mahomes' fault that it's he's playing like this. He is running for his life. First off, offensive line is abysmal. Let's get that out the way. Offensive line has been abysmal. Like, he's getting no help from his defense. He feels like he has to play here. He has to play hero ball. And mm-hmm. the thing it the thing is, teams are ready for Kansas. They don't fear Kansas City anymore. They've had True. they've had like two three years to game plan for this team. Like literally in the AFC, everyone is planning to beat Kansas City and put them back in their play, put them back into reality. They've been this unstoppable juggernaut for two three years because Mahomes has been making crazy plays. They didn't know how to game plan him, and now they do. And then also couple with the fact that their defense is absolutely abysmal. They couldn't even stop a paper bag from making a play. This is true. So, this is true. Like, like the thing is, and also, their, their secondary trash. A.J. Brown was literally having a field day with this game. I'm like, thank you, thank you. And then freaking Derrick Henry is a walking cheat code. Derrick Henry, if you want him to run the ball, you, you, none of the defensive line can stop him. If you want him to pass the ball, he can. He can pass the ball. <laughs> and so literally, right now, he's one of my early favorites for MVP of the league. MVP he is my. He is my. League. He is my pick for MVP. The reason he's not is because there's a certain quarterback in Arizona who says otherwise. I mean, I, I don't like the fact that the MVP is usually a quarterback. League. If a player is playing his ass off like freaking Derrick Henry, give the uh-huh. MVP to him. It's rare for a running back to get like what does he have to do to get the respect that he deserves? Because would he have to sh- like I feel like what does he have to do? Th- run for three thousand plus three thousand yards and like fifty TDs? What um he has to beat Adrian Peterson's record. That's the start. That's the literally started off. But literally, even then, even if he did that, he may not even get it because this is a quarterback driven league. But you, didn't Peterson win MVP when he did all that? Um, I believe so. I believe so. But you understand what I'm saying? This is like this is oh, a quarterback yeah. driven. This is a quarterback uh, driven league. But if they don't have Derrick Henry, they literally are not winning most of these games. Let's be honest here. Facts. I mean, if look, they if Kyle look, Murray goes, AJ, look, it, it, the scary part now is AJ Brown is fully healthy and he's getting Julio, back into the game. Julio Jones is fully healthy, and I'm like, oh shit! Now we're getting it. Now this is what we've been expecting. We expected the t- like going into the season. I expected the Titans to be an absolute threat in the uh, AFC. And now, finally, it literally started with that Buffalo game. Buffalo, they they finally got their head out of their asses, and they started playing like the Tennessee that I expected them to be. Yeah, holding Kansas City to three points. When first time, may, first time. I, may I add, they have a lot of injuries in the secondary. 
a lot of injuries in the secondary, and they were able to slow down everything that KC was doing because what they have right now is a rotation of players coming in and out of the game, confusing the receivers, that making it very hard to determine what they're going to do next. Very hard. Facts. Also, turnovers. Dumb fucking turnovers. uh, Yeah, let me go. The interception from Mahomes, that was a tip pass that was in Josh Gordon's hands, and it bounced right out, got picked off. Fumbles. Fucking hold on to the football, Mahomes. Please. At this point, with the KFC offense, simplify simplify the game. Establish the establish the run. Don't go for the deep bomb. Just short pass, short passes. Get back. Get comfortable with. Get re comfortable with the offense. No deep shots. Just slants, drags, slants, drags. Keep it nice and simple. Don't. And I'm looking at Mahomes. Mahomes. He's trying to extend the play, making it too big. Yes, I just saw that interception. Yes, that is clearly on Josh. It's clearly on Josh Gordon. You gotta have hands. But um, just simplify, simplify the offense. Just go back exactly. to the drawing board and just make it make Mahomes get more comfortable. Now to the most exciting game of the weekend, and I hate saying it like this. It's the Atlanta Falcons and the Miami Dolphins. Okay, absolutely. <laughs> it, I oh, watched look. the highlights of this because it was a good ending of the game. It was exciting to watch. Tony, let's like, be honest. Tony, let's be honest though. Who gives a fuck about these two I, teams? I, I, under, I understand. But when you talk about a week of bad football and this is the most entertaining game, I'll take it. Whatever. This is not this is not the most entertaining game. No, it was I, the most entertaining game because it was the most back and forth. Man, the most entertaining I, I game. Judge it, I, I judge it on how back and forth a game is. And this one was, to me, of the weekend. I'm sorry. Look, high scoring and back and forth makes it watchable for me. Sorry, Saints. It's just the I truth. mean, I, I could see they could argue the best game of the week with Cincinnati Baltimore. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. the Atlanta. No, 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 no. We'll talk about that in a sec. But, but, but Matt Ryan looked really good in this game. Kyle Pitts is now starting to come into his own. And Tua won too many fuck ups. Tua's on a short lead. Let's be honest. Did you hear about the rumors getting louder and louder? Trade deadlines next Tuesday. So, what? Either Miami. I'm here. The rumors are is that Miami is pushing hard for Deshaun Watson. They literally want Deshaun Watson and Tua. Tongue of my lord. They have no faith in him. Tua is literally playing for his job. Like at this point. Tua, you cannot be the problem. You have to literally do something amazing. If they don't make this trade, this is all on him. This is literally all on uh, Tua now. And Tua just hasn't shown enough to justify uh, any confidence whatsoever. I'm, I'm confident enough. I know this is only his second year. I'm confident enough to say that he is a bust. He is a bust. He is not a good quarterback. He is overwhelmed by the situation. 
He's not on a good football team, and if he gets traded to Houston, it's not going to get any better. It's just not. I mean, Houston is Houston is now the place where, in the AFC, careers go to die. Indeed. 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 But... It used to be Cleveland, but Cleveland finally turned that team around. Game-winning kick from Wei Young Koo. Oh, man. Oh, man. Like, yeah, it was very back and forth. Uh, turnover about, turnovers were even. Miami even controlled possession, like, majority of the game. I, but it was I, just, at the, at the end of it, it was just more of, hey, Atlanta did a little bit more, and also the turnover at the end of the game from Tua killed the momentum from uh, from Miami. It, 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 it became a battle of which team would fuck up. Which team and would guess what? It was Miami. It was Miami. Um, now, uh, we'll just quickly talk about this ass whooping. Uh, New England beating the Jets. They the dropped Jets a 54 just- bomb. They dropped a 54 bomb. The Jets are the most pathetic, sorry-ass, bum-ass team in the entire NFL. They're so bad that they had to go and trade for Joe Flacco. Because Zach Zach Wilson has an MCL spray. He's out two to four weeks. And literally, does that help the Jets look decent? Absolutely not. They are absolute garbage. Like this, like this I, game started with a with a one of the Bill Belichick wide receiver gadget plays where one of his receivers throws a touchdown to another one of his receivers. This happens at the, least once a season with the Patriots too. Here's the like the Jets, they look so lifeless. You mean to tell me after a bye week, you had you had two weeks to prepare for this game and literally just you that's what that's the performance you get ended up showing out that mm-hmm. is that really the best you could do you have a rookie quarterback with a rookie head coach and a rookie offensive coordinator who look like they have no business uh being you have they have no business being at that level whatsoever something has got to give the jets organization from from top to bottom needs an absolute overhaul indeed indeed I'm with you on that. Um, and I could say that I could say the same thing about the other and the other New York team. Yeah, and we're gonna actually a good good transition, but that New York team put a molly whopping on Carolina. Holy fuck! It got it so a- bad. It got so bad that Sam Darnold got benched. Here's the thing, though: is Christian McCaffrey playing? No. You see the different. You see, it's like night and day with the Carolina Panthers. It is amazing what type of difference Christian McCaffrey makes with that team. When Christian McCaffrey is available on that team, oh, they are they're different. They're a different ball club. Yeah, they're I different. They're different. They're a different competitive ball club. When McCaffrey's not there, and Sam Darnold doesn't have that security blanket, he's seen ghosts. He's literally been seeing ghosts all. The, throughout this losing streak. They need McCaffrey back as soon as possible. They desperately do, but at the same time, at the same time, I'm not considering this Giants win a good win because 
how disciplined, like how like depleted Carolina is right now with injuries. Um, but hell, hey, you take advantage of the situation. I I cannot blame you for a twenty-five to three victory. You play twenty-five like, to three. You play who you have in front. You play who you have in front of you. If they're injured, hey, you should you take care of it to win the game. Yes. So, but yeah, that's literally they took advantage of a depleted a uh, uh, Car- Carolina team. So hey, Jack, you, got, you got the win. Good for you. Bates probably lost against the. Feel a little bit better since you got two wins now. But hey, we ain't talking about that right now. Mm-hmm. We are not. Uh, are the Raiders the the, 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 the Raiders? Formerly Gruden, formerly Gruden co- uh-uh. coach. No, right? no. no more, mm. no more. Doesn't. I'm not even going to do that to them because they're playing better without him. Hmm. Amazing. Way better without him. And Derek Carr looks like Derek Carr. They're getting plays from everybody on the field. It's just it's it's a way better feeling for the the Raiders right now, especially with how oh my god, how bad is Philadelphia? Like seriously, give first of all they do not give the ball to their best player, Miles Sanders. Miles Sanders, if you run the ball with Miles Sanders, good things are going to happen. Can we agree on that? Mm-hmm. Why are you not giving the ball to Miles Sanders? You want Jalen? The play calling has been abysmal for the Philadelphia Eagles. Like, you want to do these draw plays? You want to make this the Jalen Hurts show? First, Jalen Hurts need you get you're gonna wear him out. I fear he's gonna get an ACL tear. Mm-hmm. The way he's running the ball, running for his life, I just I don't know if he's gonna make it through the season. Give the ball to freaking Miles Sanders. Let him create plays and come on. If you run the ball with Miles Sanders, good things are going to happen. And also, I love that trade that they traded Zach Ertz to the Cardinals because now Dallas Goddard is the primary tight end. Yeah, and he's 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 proven it. But at the same time, um, Vegas, the e- man. Eagles are bad. Raiders, I'm not worried about them until like November because until November, that's where the real season starts for the uh Oakland Raiders because usually Vegas. Just, Vegas, Vegas, the Vegas Raiders. Gotta, and they gotta usually get it choke it up. Hey, you gotta do it. You gotta do it. You gotta get better with that. So, all you, right. I grew up, tell you, we grew up calling. I know we all did. But look, imagine the people in the 80s who grew up calling, uh, uh, like, the Vegas Los Angeles. <laughs> so, really, at this point, they're the Raiders. Just the Raiders. I don't care what city they're in; they're the Raiders. Um, man, Baltimore, you were doing so good. You were doing they're, so good, and then you get mollywopped. Mollywopped. What a turnaround! What a turnaround for the Bengals! Wow, I thought they were going to be bad this year too. I did. We all yeah. thought. We all thought, but wow, forget Jabbar Chase, offensive rookie of the year, as of right now. I mean, also, it's the fact of they actually found a way to outscore and uh, stop the the uh, Ravens from getting in the end zone. Um, 
The Ravens. Hey, for... Check out check out uh, Burrow's stats real quick. Twenty three for thirty eight, four hundred and sixteen yards, three touchdowns, one interception, only sacked once. That's good. That is a good. The that's a good offensive line. Although, let's be honest, the Ravens do not have a good defensive line. Let's be honest with that. Mm-hmm. And second of all, the Ravens are too Lamar Jackson dependent for yeah. me to trust them. They don't like it's. I appreciate the fact that he's finally actually becoming a pocket passer because he can throw his passing game has gotten so much better. That yeah, dime he threw to Hollywood Brown was oh, yeah. Ooh. But the mm. issue is this game, he did not rely on that. He started to look like the old Lamar. I mean, he had 88 yards on the ground, and the second leading rusher will only have 14 yards. 14. That, that needs to change. You I gotta need get to see like, you need to get uh Devontae the ball. You need to get Le'Veon the ball. Like seriously. I know Latavius Murray's out with an injury. So you have mm-hmm. to be able to run the ball. Um I mean defensively though. Yeah, like this game Bad tackling for the Ra- bad tackling for the very bad. For the Ravens. Very bad tackling. Like you had Jamar him. Chase, you had Jamar Chase with that touchdown. You know what I'm talking about. Oh yeah, I was happy. Uh, I bet you, I bet you were. That should oh, not yeah. happen if they wrapped up with the tackling. CJ Uzama, he's right. The last two games, he's been playing his butt off. Mm-hmm. And just where it, this, Tony, where is the ceiling? For the Cincinnati Bengals, playoffs. This one season playoff for sure. One and one and done. Yeah, I don't think they go deep. Uh, just they're still young. They have time to grow. Um, everybody's like, "Oh, Zach Taylor was going to get fired." Not anymore. Not anymore. No, not anymore. Um, Rams and Lions in Los Angeles. Jared Goff's first time back in LA since getting traded. Also, Stafford's. Matt Stafford's first game against his old team. Um, Don't be a liability. Don't be a liability. Cooper Cup is truly turning out to be one of the best receivers in the league. I've been high on Cooper Cup. I've been high on Cooper Cup. Look at amazing what the Rams have done with a competent quarterback. Because Cherikoff is... It's amazing what that white boy can do. Yep. They have one of the. They have arguably one of the best receiving cores in all of the, in all of the league between Robert Woods, Cooper Cup, Van Jefferson. I think it's. I don't. I think the tight end's Gerald Everett. If I'm wrong, if I'm correct about that, or is that not? Who's the tight end for the Rams? Oh, I got it. Uh, I think it's Everett, but. I think it. I think it is, and then also. If they get decent running game, and then also no, I mean, look, Daryl Henderson has been running the running the ball pretty well this season too. So like, let's not front on that. Like, yeah, yeah. This game he had he only had forty five yards, but he has like uh, he's also a receiver out of the backfield, so it helps him out, and they're able to spread the ball around. They got you can't forget we they do have Sony PlayStation Michelle in the mm-hmm. backfield. Um, let's see, yeah. Uh, the re- like the oh Tyler Higby, Tyler Higby. Thank you, thank you, yeah, thank you. But the Rams are my pick to go to the Super Bowl. 
I look from top to bottom. I'm like, man, this team is actually really, really good. And it's fine. It's about time Matthew Stafford finally got the respect he deserves. Because in Detroit, he was not the problem. It's just everything else in Detroit was just god awful. Now he has a chance to go make some turn some heads, which he has done. And now the Rams have a legit shot of making it to the super going to the Super Bowl. I can't wait. I just don't think. I think they're gonna be a good team. They'll probably go a little deeper in the playoffs. I just don't think um they're going to be like Super Bowl contenders. I genuinely don't. Um I think there's literally th- four other teams better in the NFC. Just just right in front of them. Speaking of one of those teams, uh, Arizona whooping the oh, Texans uh, JJ White Bowl. Didn't you what did you expect? The Texans the Tex there's nothing really much to talk about. It's just the fact that the Texans are garbage and the Cardinals are the Cardinals. They're the only undefeated team left. What's there to talk about in this game? Yep. All right. Let's talk about Tampa and Chicago. Oh, wait. This this one's just as bad. This uh, was just as let's, bad. Let's just, let's just talk about one thing in particular. It's the got 600. The 600. First of all, my, first of all, Mike Evans, you were dumbass for and, almost giving. But here's the thing. You, I heard a little bit more about what happened. Nobody knew. No. <laughs> or at least no, nobody. No. But Brady knew. Evans didn't know. <laughs> Tony, no, no, no. From what I from what I found out, Evans did not know. Evans, you need to be. You ought to be ashamed of yourself. Also, no, because, Tony, look, Tony, they, they Tony. kept that very close to the uh, close to the chest, like, and then we they found out later. It's like okay, but yeah. Now, Tony, Tony, I got a question for you. If you were that fan who Mike Evans just gave you that six hundred that six hundred TD, mm-hmm. and Brady asked for it. How would how much what would it cost you? How much would it cost you to get that back? I mean, what that dude's getting now is like, who? Yeah, I'll be taking it. I'll be yeah. <laughs> what is he? What is what was I'm, the what was the deal? Hold on, let me see. Um, I think it was. I think it was it something was, Bitcoin. Oh, there was Bitcoin involved. Yes, there was definitely Bitcoin. There was like one Bitcoin, which right now is valued at like sixty-two thousand dollars. Um, let's see. Actually, I'm gonna look it up because we wait, posted wait, wait, this in wait, wait, our league. You you told you telling me one Bitcoin is worth sixty two k. What the heck is it? What? Yeah, that's crypto, man. That's crypto. Let me let me so, try to pull this up real quick. Let's see. We posted this in the league, correct? Yeah, we did. Yeah, we did. How far back though? Jesus Christ! No, it wasn't that far back, or did we? I don't know. Okay, I got to go to my Instagram. Um, but I know there was like a signed jersey and cleats from Mike Evans. Um, hold on, let me see. Tampa, Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay. Now I'm going off on a tangent. I I want at least six. I want at least six million dollars for for that game ball. I'm just saying. 
or or at least Sitsy something that or Sitsy K would. I could deal with Sitsy K, but I mean, you got to give me something. Oh, I know. Because can, you, I'll, can I'll, you look? It's just the fact that uh, actually. Fan rewarded for giving up the ball. I'm like, he receives he okay. Receives two Tom Brady jerseys, a helmet, another autograph jersey from Evans and game worn cleats. Brady told the Mannings. He told the Mannings, by the way. So you, this is on the the Manning yeah. cast last night mm-hmm. that he um, promised Kenny he would see one Bitcoin. Also, the team is providing a pair of season tickets for the remainder of this season and season tickets for next year and <laughs> a $1,000 credit to the official team store. What? Oh. Yeah, I'm taking that in a heartbeat. I'm going to go. <laughs> oh, yeah. And, I mean, he's going to the, so, the yeah. rest, the rest so, of the games me- of this season and then all the games next season for free. So we got season tickets for two. Let me get this straight. Season tickets for two years. Uh-huh. Two Brady, two Brady jerseys. Yep. Cleat worn cleats from Evans. From, from Mike Evans. And what else? Um, uh, one Bitcoin, which is valued at more than sixty-two thousand dollars, as of Tuesday morning, as of this morning. Okay. <laughs> um. Uh, $1,000 credit to the official team store. $1,000 credit? Meaning you can get anything you want in the team store up to $1,000. Pretty much you can buy anything up to $1,000. Okay, yeah. Okay, cool. I mean, man. Dude, he's giving him straight cash with Bitcoin. Okay? Yeah, okay. I'm, I'm not tripping on that. Tony, you ch- would you shut up and be like, yeah. Fuck yeah. Oh, oh my god! Tampa oh my fan. god! Like shit, I'm not a Tampa fan, but I'm like I'm a fan now. Shit! <laughs> Shut up and give me that money, right? Yeah. Uh, now we're but, talking about the Sunday night football game. Funny, we weren't even talking about how bad the Bears have been. Nah. No, because there's no reason to talk about it. We just know. We know how bad <laughs> they are. Matt Nagy yeah. now has been tested positive for COVID. So, <laughs> who knows? Uh, maybe they play. Maybe they play better. Yeah, um, the sloppiest game of the week uh, because of the way it looked on TV, because of all the rain. Well, there's a even, lot of there's a lot of rain in the West Coast. I didn't even watch this game, so I didn't either. Um, I watched the highlight, <laughs> and yeah, this is just this is Carson Wentz just took care of business, and this the 49ers are a bad team. Yeah, and look, Carson Wentz didn't even throw for that many yards. I'm just straight up with you. It didn't. It wasn't pretty. It just wasn't a pretty game. Carson Wentz threw for 150 yards, but their run game, their run game was the reason they won this game. And also their defense. San Francisco had. They, Indy, Indy turned over the ball four times. No, no, no. San San Francisco turned the ball over four times. Um, Jimmy Jimmy G looking like a Jimmy bust. I mean, they're still going with Jimmy G. They trust it's our quarterback. I'm like, no, you want Trey Lance. You want Trey Lance. Stop acting like you don't want Trey Lance. And we all know either choice is a shite choice. So 
Kyle Shanahan, do something. John Lynch, do something. Please. That's While all I'm sitting have. over here with Pat McAfee on in the background talking about the Sunday night football game. I wonder why. Uh, but also, uh, before we talk about the Saints uh, game last night, before we get into your little soliloquy mm. about what happened, I know there's more online, but I do want to give you an update, Jeff. Um, and it's not a good update. It's not. What? Will Lutz is out for the remainder of the season because of a setback uh, from his surgery. Uh, well, uh, that's upsetting, but however, I'm very pleased with our... <laughs> I was very happy with our kicker that showed up on Monday Night Football. So. No, you're not. No, you're not. Uh, you don't know who he is. Yeah, what's his name? Brian Johnson. Who? Yeah, he made his NFL... He made his NFL de- debut with at least, at least it's better than um Chris Blewett. <laughs> That's the worst name. Ah, that that is a that I don't care how good of a kicker you are. If you if your last name is Blewett, I am not. I don't care. I'm not pick. I'm not picking him up. No, Indeed. that's a screen. That's a screen. Bad idea. Now, Jeff, mm. go in. So uh, this game literally just said this literally just reminded me how pathetic the wide receiving core is. Literally, the literally the only form of offense is Alvin Kamara. This this was literally the Alvin Kamara show. Mm-hmm. Not it, like running the ball. He didn't really do much, but he's not used. He's not used for that. Use him in the passing game. He's the fact that he's the leading receiver for this team. He has the second most usage in snaps for all running backs. The only one above him is the king, Derrick Henry. Jesus Christ, Alvin Kamara is the life force of the Saints. And and here's the thing. Winston is playing good football. He just has no one to throw to. Oh my God. This this wide receiving core. Put your head... Put your heads back in the film room and learn how to play receiver. Now, on the defense side of the ball, Demario Davis, what a day. What a friggin' day. I called this in the pregame that this was going to be a low-scoring game. I said the Saints win by three. But the defense, I had I had a feeling the, wire, the offensive line for the Seahawks is absolutely abysmal. The, if there was a game where the defensive line was going to make step up and make plays, this was it. In the first first games of the season, the Saints only had eight sets. This game, they had five. That's the what I wanted. Show up. They're starting to show Divas, up. Divas line showed up. The secondary played good and bad. Bad DK Metcalf going for that 83-yard bomb. After that, DK Metcalf didn't do jack shit. Hey, they said he tripped. I, it looked like he got thrown down. That's what I saw. You, I you could have called that. You may have could have called that off offensive pi because he looked like he did throw it out. But hey, he tripped after that. He after that DK Metcalf didn't do jet shit. But another thing of the bad secondary personal foul, unnecessary roughness, personal foul. Un- Jeff, are you there? Jeff? 
Francois? Yeah, I'm still here. I try to say it again. Say the whole thing. Personal foul. Personal foul. Unnecessary run. Just get your head out of your own ego and stop. You got to be disciplined. Just be smart and disciplined football. Because against the top teams, you're going to get punished for that. That's just true. But anyway, anyway, the defense, Kamara and the defense showed up. Winston played play decent football just has no one to th- has literally no one to throw to so mm-hmm. this the saints survive against seattle hey just keep finding ways to win that's literally all i gotta ask at this point they're forward doing what you're doing exactly like and tony this is the last thing we're real the saints are really good at long drives that's what i'm saying like you keep you keep pounding the ball 15 plus yard drives this time, hopefully, they cash in at the first, in the future games. But long drives, keep the opposing offense off the field as much as you can. That's winning football. True, true. Uh, Seattle wise, uh, Seattle, it's, it's not good. Uh, Jameis Winston being, I mean, not Jameis Winston. Uh, Geno Smith being the starting quarterback for the time period is not a great look. It's um, not. We know Russell Wilson could take over that offense way better. Now, and Tony, another thing, you know who's really suffering from Russell Wilson mm-hmm. not being there? Tyler Lockett. Yep. Tyler Lockett is really suffering from him not being there because they Tyler Lockett's a deep ball, deep threat. And Geno Smith does not have a deep bar, deep arm. Yes, he does. He does, but he's not accurate. Yeah. Um now, uh, let me say this. And it's a, it's a question more than anything. All right, got you. Are you ready? I'm ready. Will Russell Wilson be the starting quarterback for the New Orleans Saints next season? Where are you getting this at? Where are you oh, getting there's There's rumors in innuendo saying that Russell Wilson, well, I mean, he was looking for a way out this season. Next season? Uh, there's a real possibility that he can end up in New Orleans. Don't, don't ever do that. Don't, don't do that. I mean, I'm getting this from ESPN. So when from when get up, get, from Get Up, did they talk about this today? Yes, they did. No. Yes, they did. Russell Wilson or Jameis Winston? Russell, you know Wilson. what you want more. Stop that! <laughs> Stop that! You don't trust in Jameis that much. You, you who, who really, who really trust in Jameis that long? Huh? Who really? Even Tampa couldn't do it. Tampa couldn't do it. They went out and got Tom Brady. Tom Brady. No, 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 Tony, can we get better receivers first? You got a good receiver. He's just not healthy. <laughs> can can we get more than one? That? 
All you need is one, and then you can throw to the rest because he's distracting everybody else. <laughs> as long as they have their hand catch, as long as they catch the football. But well, yeah, last uh, night they, they weren't catching anything because their hands were wet. It was raining hands, all day on the West Coast. But still, you day. gotta make. Still, you get paid millions of dollars. You gotta get. You gotta catch the ball. Your hands are just for decoration. What? Tomorrow in the DFW area, we're getting hit with the same storms. It's gonna be raining tomorrow in Dallas. Ah! Uh, it's gonna be- <laughs> But if Russell, Will- if they can find a way to pull off Russell Wilson, I would be a very happy Saints fan. If Russell, like Russell Wilson or Aaron Rodgers, I don't care if they get one of those two. I'm going to be a very happy person. The younger of the two, I would definitely huh? take the younger. I would take the yeah. younger of the two. Because I don't know how much longer Aaron Rodgers has left. But if I get, if we get Russell Wilson, if the Saints somehow pull that off, I'm going to be a very, very, very happy person. Uh, I mean, um, oh, Tony, I want you to, now. A question for you: mm-hmm. How would you grade? Well, how would you grade Jameis Winston's performance through a quarter of the season? A B. Fair. Any well, fair. What would you? Anything you want to add to that? Use that LASIK better. Because <laughs> he's stop, not. Stop having those bonehead Jameis Winston moments. Like seriously, you play good when you're actually going through your progressions properly. Stop and being she- that <gasps> full panic mode and just calm down, read the defense, and you'll get through it. And check down when you have to. You have Camaro. Yeah, exactly. And he's not he is not turning the football over. He's like yeah. what half he is what three interceptions through a court yep. through like a third of the season? Mm-hmm. This is a but he, this game, he just has no receivers. Yeah. It's painfully clear. Okay. You now we're so we're talking about the, the everything through the quarter of the season. I, that's a good transition. I want to talk about how the NFL is looking right now through a quarter of the season. All right, that's um, fine. Not a quarter, a third of the season. Yeah. Um, let's start with the NFC. Like I said, um, very, very top heavy on the NFC, and I mean. There are five teams with one or less losses. Five teams right now. The Arizona Cardinals, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, the Green Bay Packers, the Dallas Cowboys, and the Los Angeles Rams. Yeah. As of right now, if the playoffs were to start today, the seeding would be as follows. The one seed, the Arizona Cardinals. Two, yeah. the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Three, yep. the Green Bay Packers. Four, the Dallas Cowboys. Five, yep. The Los Angeles Rams. Six, the New Orleans Saints. Seven, the Minnesota Vikings. I have questions about the Vikings. I think my questions for the Vikings will be answered on Sunday night. I think they will too. And I think I think um, Kirk doesn't like to play in primetime. Cousins uh, will not look very good like usual. If okay, if the Vikings pull it off on Sunday night, they're a playoff team. If they don't, I I don't know. Yeah, and please don't let Atlanta into the playoffs, Minnesota. Please, God, don't let Atlanta in the playoffs. Atlanta's trash. I have no faith in them. But then, like, you also look down at the bottom of the uh, the conference right now. Seattle's two and five. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. The, I I do not Washington. Washington is two and five. The whole entire NFC East outside of the Cowboys is like what two and five? Yeah, well, yeah, like um, Eagles are two and five. 
Giants are two and five, Washington two and five, and the Cowboys are five and one right now. Let's. I have you. I have you clinching the division by Thanksgiving. I mean, yeah. And who do we play on Thanksgiving? We play the Raiders. We play the Raiders. Yeah. Oh, uh, AFC wise, this is where there's no team with one loss on the AFC side, and it looks funky because. KC is three and four. Oh, only three and four. That's impressive. Uh, I thought it was worse, but it's three very four, more three and four. It's, is manageable. it's more balanced on the AFC side. Think about it. Cincinnati would be the one seed right now. Vegas the two. Tennessee the three seed. Buffalo four. Ravens five. Chargers six, and Cleveland seven. No Pittsburgh. Shoot. No New England. No Andy, no KC. Uh, is okay. New England's better than the record shows. I think they could make a they could make a playoff push. Mm-hmm. Kansas City, you gotta get your head out of your ass. I don't know. And Pittsburgh, it literally depends on their offense. Mm-hmm. Even they're even solid, but they're. Offense is just so abysmal. Like, the like Pittsburgh's only shot at making the playoffs, I want to say, is probably division because I don't know if they're gonna. They have to win the division. This wild card may be out of reach. I said that Vegas would be as good as they are, and but in my head, I was thinking Gruden was still going to be there. Like I remember, I said in July that I think Vegas is going to be a top two or three team in the AFC. And my my thing with my thing with the Raiders, their season now officially starts after Halloween because they I after like like September and October they're usually fine, but they usually choke it. In November, December. But also, like the reason I like they needed these wins right now because if these if you were start losing later on and you didn't lose if you didn't win these games, it would have been really bad. Cincinnati, they're the most surprising thing for me in the NFL so far Fat. early in the season. And it's, and it's a good thing. It's a really good thing. I mean, if we're talking surprising, it's either them being really good or Casey playing like garbage right now. It's one of the two. It's both. Also, it's both. we didn't expect Casey to shit the bed like they are right now. And I did not expect the Bengals to be competitive. On the NFC side, it looks exactly like it's supposed to right now. Exactly like it's supposed to. Top teams who we thought were going to be good are good. Teams that we thought were going to be shit are shit. There, there's no in between on the NFC side. Seriously, the only yes, weird one, the only weird one, is Seattle. <laughs> I thought Seattle would be better than what the, I thought they'd be better, but Jesus. Well, again, it's injuries. It's injuries. Yes, you can say the same for the 49ers. Injuries. Imagine if Justin get hurt, right? Mm-hmm. They probably would have won the last two games. I'm gonna say it. I'll be the person to say it. I think they would have won the last two games if Russ didn't get hurt, and they would have been four and three right now. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Russ makes that much of a difference. And imagine if New Orleans got him next season. Mm. Don't give me that. Don't ever give me. Don't give me hope. 
but Tony, because I really, do, I really want them to go after. Like in the trade deadline, I want the Saints to get a receiver. Jesus Christ! Trade hey, for look, I don't know, I don't know what's there. I don't know what's there. Odell Beckham Jr. Yeah, you don't want him. You don't want him. Maybe I do. No, you don't. He's better. He's better than what they currently have. Uh, but hey, we right. are going. We're going to take Talk. a commercial break. We're going to take, take a commercial break. Let's do awards before we do that. Awards, quick reward, quick awards for a quarter of the season. Uh, you mean a third of the season? Third, of, a third of the season. MVP, quickly. MVP. Uh, Kyler Murray. Offensive rookie of the year. Rookie of the year. Yes. Chase. Jamar Chase. Defense. Defensive rookie of the year. Uh, Trey. No. Um. Um, um, I don't know. Uh, All right, move up. Offensive, offensive player of the year. Oh, um, right now it's Derrick Henry. Agreed. Defensive player of the year. Trayvon Diggs. Coach of the year. Um, Matt Lafleur. Um, comeback player of the year. Uh, Stafford? All right. I'm going to tell you mine. MVP, Kyler Murray. Offensive player of the year, Derrick Henry. Defensive player of the year, Trayvon Diggs. Offensive rookie, Jamar Chase. Defensive rookie, Patrick Sertan. Just dropping that name out of nowhere. Dropping that name out of nowhere. Comeback player of the year, Dak Prescott. Mm, mm, mm. Coach of the year, um, Cliff Kingsbury. Fuck. <clears throat> that but yeah. and that and right there we're about to go on commercial break we'll be right back right after these messages okay you could st- you could stop right now basketball i'm so glad it's back <laughs> i'm the nfl i'm the nfl guy for people who do not know and my colleague mr birdman lopez he's more of the freaking a uh nba guy yeah this is true um look it's just i i'm more passionate about basketball like i'm i'm so passionate i'm trying to go to a mavericks kings game on halloween and I'm trying to think about do I want to watch my Saints and my butt Saints trip play Tampa? I'm oh, debating. Do you, do you want to get do you want to get that scared on Halloween? Do you want to get that scared, <laughs> or you want Man. to have some relaxing times? <laughs> you you drive a hard bargain, my friend. I you do, are. and they're. I'm not going to tell the StubHub tickets because I don't want nobody else to get them. Yes. I mean, um, but so this season it marks the 75th anniversary of the NBA. Now, before we actually get into the games themselves and like the teams, how they're, how they're looking, Jeff, what am I going to talk about? The 70, the all the top seven, the NBA 75 team. Is that where we're going to go? Are we going there? The NBA's 75th anniversary team. Now, funny, 
there are 76 players on this due to team. a tie due to a tie in voting what the heck is that <laughs> which is fine it's cool uh come to find out i did find out that um all 50 of the original the original like uh 50th anniversary team all 50 of those players are still on this team good keep it that way now there are some current players that are on this list that i wanted to go over and see mm-hmm. if we can like look at and see there if there are any kind of replacements for these guys like um carmelo anthony is a, not moving not leaving anything probably no. gonna win a chip this year uh sorry. hopefully yana hopefully not but Yes, Giannis Antetokounmpo already. I understand. He's brought, that makes sense. Tony, at the end of his career, he might be a top 10, top 5 player. Yeah, exactly. That's why I'm like, I'm not mad at him being on there. I guess he's young still. But mm-hmm. damn it, he's good. Like, you don't see names like Luka Doncic or Trey Young on this list because they haven't done it yet. They haven't done it yet, so. Literally, yeah. Giannis Antetokounmpo is on this list for damn good reason. Now, think about yes. this. The 25th anniversary team, well, not 25th, the 50th anniversary team, you know, that was like 1996 or something, hmm. 1997 or something like that. So Kobe hadn't even come into his own. Kobe Bryant is definitely on this list. There's no way Kobe being Bryant was not going to be on this list. Obviously. Um, also, current names that are on this list uh, Stephen Curry, literally yes. probably the best shooter in NBA history. Great. Greatest shooter I've ever seen. Uh, Tim Duncan's on this list. Kevin Durant is on this list. Durant, yes, yeah, okay. Can't argue. Can't argue. I will argue maybe a little bit Anthony Davis, but at the same time, no. Uh, he's still, <laughs> for crying out loud, he's, he's good. Um, mm. Let's see. KG's on the list, of course. James Harden. I mean... Uh... Yeah, um, it's an interesting one. That's interesting. He's um, getting better. LeBron James probably obvious. You can't argue. You can't argue. Two players of all time. Can't um, argue. Jason Kidd, of course. Kawhi. Damian Lillard. This year, this this generation's Reggie Miller. Yeah. Oh, oh, fuck. <laughs> Good comparison. I like it. But it's like, damn. Thought, huh. the, the, he's literally this generation's Reggie Miller. Um, Let's see what else we got. Dirk Nowitzki. Steve Nash. Yes. Of course, yeah. they were going to be on the list. Hakeem. Uh, Hakeem Olajuwon. We got guys like Chris Paul. Chris Paul is interesting. If he, if he won a chip, he would be one of the best point guards. Hey, you know what? At least we can say now that he's made it past that point where Mm -hmm. he needed to, you know, he got to the finals finally. But it was Giannis Mm -hmm. who just like, all right, we're going to stop this now. It's like, okay, I'm not I'm not getting involved in this. Uh, Paul Pierce, of course. Yeah, probably one of the greatest Celtics of all time, too. Mm -hmm. Uh, Rodman's on this list. Best one of the best defenders ever. Uh, let's see, Dwayne Wade uh, is on this list. Which, mm-hmm. yeah, um, Russell Westbrook is on this list. I want to take him off. I want to take him and Bill Walton off this list. No, 
I want to take Walton off this list because everybody's arguing Dwight Howard. Dwight Howard, Dwight Howard. No, I keep my, my thing with Walton, right? He maybe had like two or three great seasons in the NBA, and after that, it was just like... But, but, how many chips? Here's the thing. Bill Walton, chips? Yeah. How many chips okay, did Bill chips. Walton Bill won as the star of the Portland Trailblazers. Won. And then he was in a reserve role, a very much like into the bench role when he won a chip with Boston. Still, that's two. Now, and also, like, literally Dwight Howard, top 75. Ah, I I just don't see it. Top 100, absolutely. But top 75 is hard. Hmm. It really, there's, there's, a, there's a few it, guys. I mean, Vince Carter, maybe. Tracy McGrady, maybe. Clay Thompson, no, maybe. That's who I'm taking Russell Westbrook off for. Clay, Clay Thompson should have been on this list. I don't. I don't know, man. Um, top five. All right, three time, three time champion. What okay. top five scorer of all time? How many times uh, has he been all pro? How many times has he been all pro? He got even snubbed from all pro. This man, and also we ain't even talking about his defensive prowess. His defense is so, really good. He's literally the defense. He's literally outside of Draymond Green, the best defender of the Golden State Warriors. And he has a he has a killer jump shot. Him and Steph Curry, two of the best scorers that I've ever seen. Clay Thompson should have been on this list. Russell Westbrook is literally a pat. Yes, he's Mr. Triple Double, but he just shoots his he shoots his teams out of games. I'd rather put Clay Thompson in than Russell Westbrook. Russell Westbrook is a top 100 player, in my opinion. Top 75? No, not before Clay Thompson. You know, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. Now, um, speaking on this season, one, this year we're getting a lot of new uniforms because of the 75th anniversary. Now, they are jerseys inspired by a lot of their jerseys of the past. Like, I've seen um, the New York Knicks with a very much throwback style from, like, the early days of New York. Um, And Boston with a, a... interpretation of what a throwback would be for them but it's a little weird um dallas's has leaked uh i kind of like it it's a mix of the old and the new very much Mm. a mix of the old and new that's why they haven't gotten rid of the um the throwback logo court because they're going to still use it (laughs) and if you if anybody notices this season on the jerseys so 50th anniversary would normally be golden anniversary, right? Mm-hmm. 75th is diamond. So oh. to give that diamond effect, um, they have an iridescent Nike check on every jersey that is not like one of the throwbacks or the mm-hmm. 75th anniversary jerseys. And on the back, the NBA logo is also iridescent. So it looks like it's shining like a diamond the whole time. <sighs> but this season had a, has a lot of potential. Um, will LeBron and the new look Lakers, and I mean new look Lakers as in, oh yeah, they're old. Will mm-hmm. that team 
be able to go all the way? Will one of the young teams in the NBA step up and turn into one of the better teams right now? Will Kyrie Irving play a game this season? <laughs> will the Nets oh. win a championship? Will the uh, Bucks? Will the Bucks reclaim? The, will they defend their title? Will, will Luka Doncic Curry and the Luka Warriors Doncic. go crazy? Will Luka Doncic and Kristaps Porzingis step up to the plate? Tony, the ceiling for the Warriors is finals. I'm very high on the Warriors. Once they get Clay back, oh, revenge of the Warriors, and I can't wait. It's not. It's not going to be that long until they get Clay back because Clay is pretty much 100. I think he's just now trying to get into game shape because I, I, I see him at practice every day, every day. I uh, keep seeing videos of them messing with him too. Tony, uh, yeah, all you haters who hated the Warriors, come on, soak it in. You're and gonna, we're only, and we're only about a week into the season. A week into the season. Clay Thompson, Clay Thompson. I want to see Clay Thompson. I want to see Splash Brothers just splashing threes. Oh, that's entertaining TV. So there's only two undefeated teams in the NBA currently, as of a week. But it's a week, so it's only a week. The, one is the Golden State Warriors because they've been playing their ass off already. Because Steph Curry is a freaking. Holy he's a scoring God. machine. He's a he's scoring archer, machine, bro. He's an archer. He always hits his target. Yes. Um. Oh yeah, Utah. But yeah, there. Yeah, whatever. Um. But also, the Chicago Bulls. Now the Chicago Bulls are four and O, four and O. For the first time, this is gonna sound weird. And I'm not hyping this up like that, but I think they're going to be really good this year. They're under 4-0 for the first time since the 96-97 Bulls. Hmm. That was one of the years where... No, that was the 72-10 team. Yeah. Yeah, that was that Bulls team. Uh, Levine. Think about it. Zach Levine. Lonzo Ball. Nikolai Vucevic, um, Alex Caruso, DeMar DeRozan. They are actually deep in certain positions. But at the same time, there's you still have Brooklyn there who is still really good, even without Kyrie Irving. I'm not talking about it because, damn it, man, just get your freaking vaccine. Mm, it's not um, that difficult. Not that hard. Um, also, Boston still playing pretty good ball. The Knicks, wow, they look good. <laughs> oh, you know, here's the thing: the Knicks almost remind me of a certain football team I cannot stand due to the fan base. Mm-hmm. But hey, they've been the fans. Knicks fans have been suffering. They've been suffering from poor leadership and poor organization. It's nice to see the Knicks relevant in a good, positive vibe. Good, positive vibe. And but, I'll be honest, I didn't think they were going to be good the last two years. but didn't. Who would have thought Julius Randle would turn this whole team around? Who would have thought? 
Also, Milwaukee's still as good as they once. They're still good. Mm-hmm. Good job. And Miami is going to be Miami. They're going to be there. They're good. Um, they brought in Markeith Morris for defensive purposes. They brought in P.J. Tucker for more defensive purposes. Kyle Lowry is a like a steal for that Miami team because now they have a true point guard in there who can also score the basketball if needed with the put alongside Jimmy Butler and Bam on a bio. And then they also still have Duncan Robinson and Tyler Hero. Tyler Hero starting to come into his own too. That Miami team can be very, very scary. Very scary. Milwaukee, Giannis. <laughs> Defending that's champs. All, that's all you got to say. Giannis. Uh, but also, Chris Middleton's playing good ball. Uh, they still have Brooke Lopez. And uh, Drew Holiday. Drew Holiday. They're, they're, they can be really good. Um, sneaky. Charlotte. Mm-hmm. I can't believe I'm going to say this. Because a few years ago, I've been like, oh, no, this kid's not going to be good. LaMelo Ball is definitely the future of this league. <laughs> Holy fuck. Fuck buckets, man. Like, they have a great young team. They just needed somebody who was going to take it over the top. And I truly believe that LaMelo can be that guy. Like, he's doing everything on the court right now. He's scoring. He's passing. He's getting rebounds. He's he, he's a he's a point guard point guard. Hmm. But again, it's so early. We don't know what the, we don't know what to really expect. Um, Western Conference wise, Golden State, holy mess, holy buckets, like Steph Curry, and then you have Draymond still there. They brought back Iguodala. Clay Thompson's about to get healthy. Yeah, I know this is starting to sound very familiar. <laughs> Clay, 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 Clay. Wiggins being a good defensive player can also help. Um, The youth, like James Wiseman and some other guys, is still a bonus to have on this team. And now, uh, I forgot what his name is. They have another shooter to put alongside the other two guys. So they they got shooters. They're scary again. Utah, still the most basketball team of basketball teams because they run their offense the same way. Donovan Mitchell is a freaking beast. Uh, Rudy Gobert, as much as we like to pick on him, is probably the best defensive center in the league, period. Proved it even more in the Olympics this year. Um, Mm -hmm. Holy balls, that dude is good. (laughs) Um, Mike Conley. Yeah, yeah, Mike Conley. Uh, Grizzlies, John Morant. That's John Morant, uh, Jaron Jackson Jr. And they have a lot of young talent, but I don't know how far they're going to be, how far they're going to get. Uh, Phoenix, um, Chris Paul, everybody's still just, there. They just didn't, pay they DeAndre. Own. Just pay DeAndre Ayton. Yeah, but they're already past that point of extensions, uh, so they can't sign an extension for the rest of the year right now. Um, That's unfortunate. It's it's fine. Uh, I mean, DeAndre's still out there playing great basketball. Um, 
I mean, for crying out loud, their only win is against the Lakers right now. So, just saying. Um, look, they'll be fine. They'll it's be still fine. early. It's still early in the season. Mm-hmm. We're just um, Tony. This is just it's still very early. Like even the Clippers, uh, Kawhi's not healthy yet, so we don't even know what to expect really yet. Um, Paul George is great. Uh, I don't know who's their point guard at all, like at all, because they did trade Patrick Beverly to um, the Minnesota Timberwolves. I just don't know. I think it's still Reggie Jackson, maybe, or maybe Eric. Perhaps. I think it might Eric be Reggie Bledsoe. Jackson. I think it's Eric Bledsoe. Hmm. I'm like, I don't know about that. Uh, Denver, uh, Jokic. Hopefully, Murray comes back at some point this season. Healthy. Uh, Michael Porter Jr. Can be really good. I just think there's so much hype around him still that I just don't believe he'll live up to it. Houston's young. I don't see him doing really that much this year. But I would say in about two to five years, that Houston Rockets team could be really, really good. That the yeah. amount of good young talent that they drafted the last two seasons can be very beneficial. And then you have a center like Christian Wood who is playing <laughs> balls out. Look, I'm going to watch them even more tonight because they're playing the Mavericks. Jeff, you'll see that young core for Houston is actually really good. Hmm. Um, Portland... It's one last shot for Dame Lillard, in my opinion. You think he get? I don't think he's getting the chip this year, though. I don't think he is, and I think he'll end up in a different team next year. He said he keeps saying I'm going to be a Blazer for life, but I'm like I'm not for certain that Dame Dallas is going to be there after the season. (laughs) Dallas, Dallas. I mean, anywhere he goes, anywhere he goes, it'd be good. And look, he already has a relationship with Jason Kidd due to the fact that they're both from the Oakland area. So, Tony, can you imagine Luca and Dame Dollar? I mean, it's weird because Luca's the primary ball handler. Yeah, but still, mm-hmm. are you saying uh, no? Are you saying no to the fact, I'm, to the idea? I'm not saying no, but I, I would say Dallas needs some more shooters. Uh, they need this a, is, okay, and, this is my critique of the Dallas Mavericks. I was kind of holding off for this. This is my thoughts on the Dallas Mavericks for this season. There's a lot of potential. A lot of potential. Can they get Luka, past the first round? Let me, let me let me say my soliloquy. Luka Doncic can be one of the best players in the league. Just in general. But there's there's an issue of having the talent around him who's actually going to be able to step up. Yes, we still have Christoph Porzingis. I think he's in a better mood now because Carlisle's not there. He has a good relationship with Jason Kidd, um, mm-hmm. at least so far. Also, it's it's kind of fun to have um, – who is that? Um, Tyson Chandler as an assistant coach, which it feels wild. Tyson Chandler's Weird. an assistant coach. Um, Weird. But – the pickups like uh, Reggie Bullock and uh, Frank Ninakila, it feels like the guys that we thought um, were going to be, you know, there, they're going to mm-hmm. everything's going to start to look better. Let me, I mean, I'm looking at the depth chart right now. 
and Jalen Brunson still playing great basketball. Let's just start with that. Jalen Brunson is still playing great basketball. He's not starting mm-hmm. because they have Luka Doncic as a starting uh, point guard. Um, lineup right now, as as it is, is Doncic, Tim Hardaway Jr., Dorian Finney-Smith, Chris Stapp Porzingis at the four, and Dwight Powell at the five. Mm. I I love this team. I, I think most of the time you will see Brunson or Luka controlling the ball, one of the two. Uh, Hardaway has been able to step up even bigger and bigger and bigger every year. Um, it's weird to see the amount of point guards that Dallas has right now. Um, it's also it's also even weirder to see the amount of bigs that we have right now, to be honest with you, because I'm not used to us actually having depth at the four and the five. We have that's surprising. We have Chris Stops, Maxi, Willie Cauley Stein, Bobon, and Moses Brown, and Dwight Powell, all ready to play the four and the five. Well, that's a very good sign. And then but... if they feel if they feel like going small, they can throw Dorian Finney at the four and move um move Kristaps to the five if they feel like it. Well, that's you still very have convenient. guys like uh you still have guys like Josh Green, Reggie Bullock, Sterling Brown. It's a wild position to be in. Like we have potential, but one how much focus is being put on Luca throughout the game? Will he be able to hold up to that pressure? And will our other guys be able to step up and be able to make buckets? Because that first game of the season did not look good at all. We had an abysmal start, uh, like the first game. Second game, they started to click. It started to click. We went to Canada and it started to click. Also, can I say it's good to have basketball back in Canada? Because I was tired of seeing the Raptors in Tampa. Mm. It felt weird. Because we knew they weren't going to win a chip in Tampa. I just, I'm just saying in general. It's just, yeah. There's a lot of things that could happen. There's a lot of things that could happen, but our Jeff, now I'm going to ask um, a few questions. I'm going to get your early season predictions. Lord. Uh, first, your most valuable player of the league will be. Um, Steph Curry. I will say Luka Doncic. That's but I mean, I've to said, me it's one I, of it's 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 one of three people. It's either Luca, it's either Durant, or it's Steph. It's one of the three. Steph. Who will be the most surprising team to you this season? Bulls. I also, I, oh, it's either I'm going to say Charlotte, but it's one of it was one of the two for me. Who? Let's see. The last one I'm going to ask. Who do you see in the NBA Finals? I don't Lake. do predictions for basketball. Lake. I don't do predictions of who's going to win, but I do prediction of who's going to be there. 
Give me what I want. Give the people what they want. Lakers, Lakers, Nets. Give the people what they want. I don't you di- don't you don't you sit don't you dare say Dallas don't you dare. I will say I will call you a freaking homer if you say Dallas. Lakers Heat. No, I think that Miami team is for real. Is for real. They are. I I have never. I don't usually know teams in the NBA that well. I mean. Of course, I play 2K, but I play the career mode, so I don't really see the names of players anymore like I used to when I was a kid. With this, it was just like, I know most of that team. I think that team can be very, 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 very good. Very good. It's just a matter of, is it going to be them? Is it going to be Milwaukee? Or is it going to be Brooklyn? It's really one of the three for because I don't see the Knicks. I don't see the Hawks. Also, Trey Young, I need you to go all villain mode when you go to New York next, okay? Please. They hate you. They hate you in New York. God. (laughs) Play it up. You You even went to you went to the Madison Square Garden SmackDown in your freaking Atlanta Hawks gear, helping Sami Zayn of all people. Be the heel that you know you are in New York. Be it. <laughs> it's like don't you just love a good villain oh I love a good villain I love a good villain Trey Young has been I, do you okay first round matchup you want to see Atlanta and the Nets again don't you who doesn't I want to see that matchup at some point in the playoffs because I feel like we're starting to get some brewing rivalries in the NBA again I, I think I need Mavs Clippers. I, Mavs I need... Clippers is it's weird this year because two of the guys who were uh I think one no, the main guy who was an instigator throughout the whole thing is now playing in Minnesota. So it's weird to me. Um like I can't I can't take it seriously. That's how bad it is to me. It's like, oh my god. Uh I would yes, love you... to see a matchup with the Grizzlies at some point in the playoffs because mm-hmm. I think John Morant is for real one of the best players, best young players in the league it's just he's in a really weird basketball market, really weird because they do like their team but it's just like eh. yeah true but, I mean but Memphis is such a weird place for basketball. You're right. Uh, when I think of Memphis, I think of uh, Soul and Jazz, and I also think of the Tennessee Titans and how much people love their football in Tennessee. Hmm. But That's an understatement. Yeah, believe me, I know. It's like, who? Let's talk, let's talk some headlines real quick. Um, let's see. Yeah, the... Uh, for more uh, some boxing headlines real quick why are you bringing this up no I'm bringing up two different things two different things two different things one it's about Tyson Fury we know Tyson Fury beat 
DeAndre Deontay Wilder. Deontay Wilder. Wilder. Yes, again. Uh, now there's a plan for Tyson Fury to face the interim, um, the interim WBC heavyweight champion Dylan White for the to unify the WBC belt in February, which is cool. Fine, cool. Um, also. Uh, Jake Paul will be fighting Tommy Fury, the cousin, the little cousin of Tyson Fury in February as well. That's nice. I hope the Paul brother get knocked, get knocked out. And then the other Paul brother, Logan, he's probably the smartest one of the two because he's not going after like, oh, I don't know who this person is or, oh, they don't have any experience in boxing. No, he's going after legends. He's literally going after legends. He got in the, the ring with Floyd Mayweather. That was a that was a shit show. Let's be honest here. And what the funniest part is, Logan got knocked out by Floyd, and Floyd held his ass up. <laughs> if you watched a replay, I think it was in one of the later rounds. Logan got knocked out. This time, I don't know what he's doing. You're going in the ring with... I don't care how old Mike Tyson is. I ain't getting in the ring with him. You out of your goddamn mind. That man has still has power, and I'm like, nah, I'm cool. I'm cool. I'm cool. Uh-uh, I ain't gonna do it. I'm not, I'm not stupid. <laughs> and I mean... Sometimes I can be stupid, but I ain't that stupid. <laughs> there are certain people you just do not get in the ring with. Mike mm-hmm. Tyson, you do not get in the ring with Iron Mike, Iron Michael. This is true. This you do is not. True. And if you have not, if you not watched a certain show on Netflix, you will. You don't get that reference, Sonic. Oh, I get the reference. Okay then. Um. Also, tonight is Game One of the World Series between the Atlanta Braves and the Houston Astros. Everybody besides the I'm, people in Houston are rooting for the Braves. I never thought I'd cheer for an Atlanta team. They're different. They're different. They actually win championships. Out Dodgers, you had one job. You you literally had one job. You couldn't give us the match that we've all been wanting. Give us what we want. Give, give us me what we want. Give me what I want. Tony, you know it, damn, you know damn well headlines would have just been golden for that match. This is true. This is true. Um, also, last night um, on the Manning cast, uh, Monday Night Football, Peyton Manning had to apologize for Marshawn's Marshawn Lynch's language. Uh, that's what. Like I we told knew. you, I told you this was gonna happen. I was like. There's no way this man is going to go on here and not curse his ass off. It it was bound to happen, and it did. Exactly like I said it would. Because this man threw F-bombs. He said, said, uh, man, what the fuck? And he was also, he said shit a few times on on air. And then we're talking about, we're talking about Monday Night Football on on a Disney channel, on a Disney-related channel. You think they want those kind of that kind of language on there at all? No, no, never. Because 
It's Disney. Yay. It, but this is the second time Peyton Manning has to cover up for somebody else's mistakes. Hey. First was with his brother Eli, and then this this time it's with Marshawn Lynch. We knew this was a bad idea. We knew it was a bad idea when you don't get the, the guests on there that know how to shut their mouth. Like Brady was a great guest last night. Breeze. Bree. Great guest. Sue, great guest last Sue, night. Sue Bird. Great guest. Great guest. Marshawn was a great guest. Don't get me wrong, but it's just like you knew what you were getting when you brought him on the show. Also, so um, we, something sad, and, and this is our. Uh, go ahead. Go ahead, real quick. Like, here's the thing that show is really. That's probably the best way to watch Monday Night Football because you're learning the game. And, and you're just chilling with a couple guys watching a football game. Exactly. It's amazing. Football nerds at that, too. <sighs> also, um, sad you know, news. Sad, and you know, it's like, uh, this is, uh, uh, you know, I'm just going to go ahead and say Patrick Chung, former New England Patriots safety, was charged on Monday with assault and battery against a family member and vandalism, according to court records. Chung is scheduled to appear in court on Tuesday in Quincy, Mass. Chung, 34, played for the Patriots uh, from 2009 to 2012, and then from 2014 to 2019, he was a part of three championship wins. Uh, Chung opted out of the 2020 season due to the coronavirus and, and intended to play in 2021 before retiring. Uh, let's see. Yeah, that's it so far. But it's like, yeah, it's not a good look. Uh, he got arrested. Yeah, it's not. It's not a good look. Yep, it's sad. But hey, it is what it is. There, there are consequences. So let's hey, I'm pulling up headlines. It is weird to see Joe Flacco in New York, and I'm like, ah, oh, that sounds awful. But you know what? whatever let's see it is yeah whatever trying I'm also trying to see what else is going on um just to see if I can find a good headline real quick the world series cool 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 yeah I think that's everything um that should be everything yep sir yep yep so, you know, follow us on social. Follow Jeff on uh, the Twitters at, um, what is it, uh, ShadowWalker062. And follow me on Instagram and Twitter at TonyLopez76. Uh, message us all the time. Dude, just bother us if you want to. We will answer questions. Uh, I want to do <sighs> at some point a all Q&A episode, but we'd have to get some, uh, some <sighs> questions answered. Um, also... Um, you know, shout outs to our, our homies, uh, Chris Rios and Jacob Velasquez at the hammer time podcast, doing their thing over there, rocking hard every week, getting the, uh, getting the bets, uh, oh, the- also Jacob, sorry, you lost $3,000, but Hey, my team need to win. So, Hey, I ain't getting that 3000. So not my problem. I could have told him that was like. That was a bad bet, but still. Um, <laughs> as well, uh, I do. Okay, this Saturday, 
you you guys will have an episode of the wrestling podcast for the first time in a while. All right, cool. We we've been we've been slacking. We we were clearly we we recording on Friday. We recording on Friday night. We will have it out for you guys on Saturday morning. Life gets in the way. Yes, sir. But we back, bitch. We back. My name is Tony Lopez. Jeffrey Burtis. Signing out. Peace, y'all. Peace.